Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the early morning show, like the guy said. Presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84Lumber.com. Adam Crowley back with you. 412-928. 9370 is the number to call, or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly to 412-928-9370. We love communicating via the text line, which I just opened up, and you got people spouting off about how the NBA sucks and Antonio Brown is racist. So maybe you text in and push all that down a little bit because I don't want to see it out of the corner of my eye. Bucks and Rays tonight. Possible World Series preview, he says. Kind of jokingly. I mean, I don't know. I don't think the Rays going to hang in there. These Bucks, though. Yeah, who knows? I had somebody call into the Sunday show and say, wow, the Pirates only play the Rays once this year, so time to make your statement. Well, they only play once before October. I joke, I kid, kind of. I said it on Sunday. I'll say it again right now for a new audience. I think it's 50-50 the Pirates make the playoffs. You're 11 games above 500, and the schedule, yeah, does get more difficult, but math is on your side here. If the Pirates play 500 baseball the rest of the way, they're going to make the playoffs. If the Pirates play slightly below 500 baseball, you're still going to win more games than you lose, and I do think it's important to remember where we are in this rebuild curve. I'm not writing this season off. I'm not saying the Pirates can't or won't make the playoffs. I'm not saying the Pirates can't or won't finish above 500. In fact, I think they will finish above 500. But this was never supposed to be the year. Now, you want to strike when the iron's hot. And if they're in it at the trade deadline, not to get ahead of myself too far here, I do think you got to try to capitalize, not sell the farm, but try to add in a meaningful way to this baseball team. But let's say the Pirates do merely just finish above 500. That would have been something to celebrate before the year. I think we would have gone nuts in the streets of Pittsburgh, bang pots and pans together, run around, take your clothes off, celebrate for a team to finish just above 500. Not a lot of people, if any, were predicting that. I had the Pirates at 78 wins coming in, and... Even I thought that might be a little optimistic, but hey, 78 wins seemed about right to me. 
So I don't know where things go from here, but I do think we need to keep it in perspective that better things may yet be still to come. Dylan Cruz could be added to this ball club in the not-too-distant future. O'Neill Cruz going to be coming back in about three and a half months. Fingers crossed. You hope things go well there. Maybe Luis Ortiz comes up and makes an impact. Andy Rodriguez. We'll see when he makes his major league debut. Quinn Priester. This was always supposed to be the year before the year, and so I want to live in the moment and enjoy the times, but at the same time, I want to make sure that I'm keeping myself grounded to understand that even if things fall off a little bit this year, it doesn't mean that they're not moving in the right direction because clearly and obviously they are. 412-928-9370 on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. What do you expect from the Pirates against the Rays tonight? All the people saying the Pirates haven't played anybody, well, look at the Rays. They haven't played a difficult schedule, but their record is gaudy. It really don't matter who you played. It just matters that if you play bad teams, you take care of business. And that, to me, has been the most encouraging thing about the Pirates all season long. They are 10-3 and against the worst teams in the National League. Colorado, Cincinnati, Washington. It was a bummer for them to kind of lay an egg the way that they did. And Johan Oviedo pitch like a human his last time out against Washington, but they did win two out of three. They swept the Reds in four straight. They swept Colorado in three straight, and they got a win in Cincinnati in the first series of the season. You really can't ask for them to have done more against bad teams than they have so far. And that tells me if I'm looking for one thing, about these Pirates that I know to be true, it's that they're not bad. If you beat bad teams and you do it as thoroughly as they have, you are not a bad team yourself. So I know that. I also believe that this team does have staying power. I say, I don't know what they're going to do. And I mean, you don't. You can't predict the future. You don't want guys to get hurt, carve into the depth. There are going to be slumps. There are going to be doldrums. It happens to every team, even the best of teams. Hell, I think the Dodgers may wind up winning 100-plus games again, and they ain't exactly been hot right out the chute. But the reasons for optimism for the Bucs are they steal a bunch of bases, they lead the league in sacrifice flies, they pitch well. I know that Johan Oviedo, his last two times out, hasn't looked like he has in the rest of his short Pirates career. The Dodgers game was more fluky than anything to me. A blue pit, catcher interference, three errors behind him. That ain't on him. Now, on Sunday against Washington, that was as bad as he's looked. Keep an eye on that. See if it's something that he strings together. Bad start after bad start. I'm not worried about Johan Oviedo just yet, but if there's a couple more bad starts, well, you start to wonder. But I think that this rotation plays. Mitch Keller is really good. Rowanzi Contreras is really good. Johan Oviedo has plus-plus stuff. And you know what you're going to get, I think, most times out from the back end of the rotation. They're just going to be solid or give you a chance to win. I don't think that goes away. The only way it goes away for me is if somebody gets hurt. And even then, maybe Luis Ortiz comes into the rotation and you can catch some lightning in a bottle there. So I think they're going to keep pitching. What I don't expect is that they're going to lead the NL in home runs all year long, which is where they are right now. But the small ball stuff, it plays, and it doesn't stop playing. Leading the league in steals, they're not just going to all of a sudden stop running. 
When guys are going to get on base, they're going to push the envelope. And we saw it in game one of that series against Washington. Sometimes you run into outs. Sometimes you make mistakes on the base path. Sometimes you try to go first to third. It doesn't work out. Okay, fine. But I want to put the defense on its toes. I want to rattle them. And that's something I expect the Pirates to do all season long. As for the sacrifice flies, they have 16, leads the league. Every time you steal a base, I mean, you're putting a guy in scoring position or you're putting a guy 90 feet away from home. Not to go all rudimentary here on you, but I mean, every single time you steal a base, that's impactful. I mean, G1 Bay might not be a guy with a ton of power, or extra base hit power, but every time he gets on, whether it's a walk or a, or a, a hit, lays down a bunt, I mean, my man gets in scoring position. Got 11 steals on the year, I believe it is. They're going to keep doing that. And you're going to pressure the defense, and you're going to get guys on third, and you're going to give yourself an opportunity to manufacture runs. So if the pitching can keep up and even be a facsimile of what it's been the first month of the season, I think they're going to win enough games by manufacturing runs and keeping that bullpen fresh to where you're never going to see this team take a total nosedive. I don't expect 2011 or 2012 to happen. If the Pirates come back to earth and they finish around 500, I think it's going to be more of a gradual thing than a 2011 or 2012 thing where you wind up winning four out of 28 ball games. I just don't see that happening with this club. Where are you on the Pirates? Where are you on this series? What do you think would constitute a success? Like, for me, you go down to Tampa, the best team in baseball. If you just merely win one of these three games, I think you're in a good spot. I really do. Like, I never expected them to go down there and sweep Tampa or, hell, even win two out of three. That'd be wonderful. And we talked about this nine-game stretch where they had to play the Dodgers, the Nationals, and the Rays. And I think we all said if they won five of these games, you'd be in a good spot. Well, they're four up and two down. Two or three from the Dodgers, two or three from Washington. You take one here in Tampa, you went five and four over a difficult stretch, and I think that's a success. What say you? 412-928-9370 and on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Coming up next, Steelers universally praised for the draft that they put together. Omar Khan doing a really good job in year number one as Steelers GM. There's three guys that have a ton of pressure on them starting now. We'll get to that next. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Steelers universally praised for their draft. A lot of outlets said they had the best draft in football. Pro Football Focus, all their dudes together, graded it A+. 
Mel Kuyper, B+. He was on the low end. McShay, an A. Chad Reuter, NFL.com, A. A's all around for the Steelers and what they brought in with this draft class. And even the most pessimistic of Steelers fans, I think, look at this and there's nothing to dog. There's nothing to rip them for. There's no weak spot, I don't think. You want to get pissed off about a seventh-round pick from Maryland because Mike Tomlin went back to that pipeline? (laughs) Okay, I guess. If you want to say the Steelers didn't get Kenny Pickett a weapon, I think you'd be wrong there. Something they discussed on the PM team yesterday. What's Darnell Washington if not a weapon? I get that he's going to be more involved in the running game than the passing game, but there's going to be a lot of instances where he's the sixth offensive lineman, but I think he can be utilized big time in the red zone. Think about what the Steelers now have on offense. Broderick Jones, your left tackle. Isaac Sayamalo is your left guard. So you've totally facelifted the left side of your offensive line, and then the better of the two tackles from last year who started a bunch of games and for the last couple of years who have started a bunch of games, winner of that battle is right tackle. So the better of the two going to be there. So your offensive line is significantly improved year over year. And from a pedigree standpoint, I mean, it's night and day. Plus, you got Darnell Washington as your sixth offensive lineman. Deontay Johnson, you bring in Allen Robinson, you still got George Pickens now going into year two, you got Pat Fryermuth, you got Najee Harris. There are no excuses now for Matt Canada. This offense needs to be good. And it's about winning games first and foremost. Yes, I understand that. I need to see this offense put points on the board and be explosive. I think this is a playoff roster for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I know that they're going to zig when the rest of the league is zagging. Teams want to throw the ball all over the yard, put up points in a hurry. Well, the Steelers are going to try to grind people down. A la Dan Bilesmo's Pittsburgh Penguins. Grind these bitches down. Can I say that? I don't know. I did. Whatever. But you need to, in games against, let's say, Cincinnati, if you make the playoffs against bigger teams like Buffalo or Kansas City, you're going to need to score points, and you're going to need to score points early. It's got to be full bore, full steam ahead from the kickoff till the end of the game. And there's no reason why they can't be a really good offense this year, and an explosive one. And if they're going to run the ball, then that should open up play action, and you've got guys that you would think can get down the field like George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, Darnell Washington now in the middle of the field that can create matchup problems, Cam Hayward's brother. I think it'd be a matchup problem as an H-back. They've got a ton of weapons. And so if they don't succeed, Matt Canada's going to have to go. And if they also don't succeed, there's going to be a lot of questions about Kenny Pickett, and I think rightfully so. I think if this were Trevor Lawrence going into year two or Justin Herbert going into year two, the Steelers would be on a short list of Super Bowl favorites. I think their roster is that good. This is a top five defense in the NFL, and it's a young group of skill position players, but I think it's one of the better skill position units in the league. I've already listed all the guys. They got dudes now. So Matt Canada has no excuse. It can't be like last year. Well, trying to get Mitch Trubisky ready. Well, now it's Kenny Pickett, and he's a rookie. What do you really expect that guy to do? Well... Najee Harris got hurt. There's no excuses now. 
Now you got all these dudes. And let's say Najee Harris got hurt again. You believe now in Jalen Warren, what he can do. They've got depth. The offensive line should go from a weakness into, I think, a strength. And why would it not? Sam Allo didn't come in to learn. He came in to knock people on their ass. Darnell Washington's going to have to learn, but he should, at bare minimum, be able to knock people on their ass. This needs to be a top 10 running team from the start of the season till the end of the season, and they need to create big plays off of that. Kenny Pickett needs to, I think, throw 25 touchdowns this year. It can't be cute again. Like, last year, his numbers were cute. Oh, geez, look at this. The numbers aren't good. But look what he did in the fourth quarter against some teams. Look what he did against the Raiders. Look what he did against Baltimore. And that showed me something about Kenny, that he's clutch and that he can get it done. And that's one of those things you can't teach. It's why I'm a believer in Kenny Pickett. But the statistics need to be there this year, too. So no excuses for Matt Canada. No excuses for Kenny Pickett. In a year from now, you're going to need to make a decision on Najee Harris and his fifth-year option. Let's say he makes the Pro Bowl this year. You're going to have to pay him $10 to $12 million. If he doesn't, you're going to have to pay him $8 million. But you're going to have a decision to make on Najee Harris a year from now. And it should be a decision that gets made by his play. He should be a 1,500-yard rusher this year. Isaac Sayamalo is a good offensive lineman. Mason Cole's a good run blocker. James Daniels, a good run blocker. You're better of your two tackles on the right side. That's an upgrade because there's competition there. This is an offensive line that should be good this year. Not learn on the jump. No, be good. And Broderick Jones, what he might leave to be desired early on in his career as he learns in pass protection, he should more than make up for it by being able to knock people on their backsides in the running game. So we're going to learn a lot about Matt Canada with no excuses, Kenny Pickett with this skill position group, and Najee Harris should be the biggest benefactor from the way that the Steelers handled their offseason. The time is now for the Steelers' offense. Najee Harris in year three. Pat Fryermuth's in year three. Kenny Pickett's in year two. You don't get five years as a quarterback anymore. You don't get three. You figure it out now. This draft, this offseason, happened with a purpose. Omar Khan, Andy Weidel had a purpose. Let's make this team big, strong, tough to play against. And offensively, that's what we're going to do. We're going to beat people up. Okay, well, then Najee Harris, a first-round pick, needs to play like it for a full season. Kenny Pickett, a first-round pick, needs to be a franchise quarterback. And Matt Canada, with all these gadgets, got to have an offense that's getting closer to 25 points a game. I'm not impatient. I'm realistic. I see this roster, and I think they should be able to score some points and win some games. Not everyone feels that way, though. I'll tell you more about that when we return. It's Adam Crowley. It's the Early Morning Show, 93.7 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan, Fan Weather. Brought to you by Sun Chevrolet, Silverado's Colorado's back in stock with a great selection. Stop in and online at sunchevy.com. Rainy and cold today. 
highs in the mid-40s. Steelers have the fourth best odds to win the AFC North. Bengals plus 120, this from Caesars. Ravens plus 275. Browns plus 360. Steelers plus 550. That tells me one thing. I'll tell you what that is in just a moment. Let's go to Ed in Kennedy Township. What's up, buddy? Uh, Crowd, you know, my favorite hockey team next to the Penguins is whoever's playing the Boston Bruins. Yeah, that felt nice. The Bruins lost only 12 games this year. They get no advantage in the playoff seeding. Do you think it's fair? Uh, They got an advantage, didn't they? They got to play the worst team. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. You get a chance to play the worst team. They get to play the eighth seed. And they didn't play well enough. A real shame that was. Let's go to Ted in Washington, Mount Washington. Hey, Ted. What's going on? You tell me, buddy. Hey, real quick about the Steelers. I think you're impatient, man. The Steelers division is tough. Sure I mean, is. look at the yeah. quarterbacks. Okay. I, I agree with you, Matt Canada. Uh, red zone, intermediate uh, passing attack. Great. I get it. They got to score more points, man. But look, in the draft, you got to remember, everybody gets better. <laughs> oh, so. no question. And and hell, man, and thank you for the call, Ted. When I look at the AFC at large, like you can't look at the, just the Steelers in a vacuum. The Jets last year didn't make the playoffs. They added Aaron Rodgers. Miami did make the playoffs. They pushed Buffalo to the brink with Thompson at quarterback. If two is healthy, then they all of a sudden become, for me, a dark horse kind of Super Bowl team. I mean, they were 8-3 and three last year. To start the season, I mean, there was a there was like an eight game span where when Tua played, they were undefeated. I look at Denver. I don't know that they're going to make the playoffs, but they've added a, a legit adult to that room in Sean Payton to try to work with a guy who could be a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Russell Wilson. I look at New England. They added an offensive coordinator when they had one to start the career for Mac Jones. Mac Jones put up good numbers and won some games as a rookie last year. No offensive coordinator and he wasn't as good. I look at Cleveland, they've got a full year now of Deshaun Watson, and I don't expect him to stink because we've seen what he can do whenever he is in rhythm and actually had some time to prepare as a starting quarterback. Forget the -the off-the-field stuff. He's a good player. They weren't a factor last year. I think they'll probably be one this year. So, yeah, there's a lot of teams in the AFC that got better, and I still think that the Cincinnati Bengals should be prohibitive Favorites to win the division. I look at Baltimore, a team that last year didn't make the playoffs, and they've added Odell Beckham Jr. and Zay Flowers to their passing attack and a new offensive coordinator. They're going to be fairly unpredictable. So, yeah, I'm with you. The Steelers got better, but so did everybody else. But I need to see Kenny Pickett take a step. I need to see the offense take a step. And I need Najee Harris to be better from day one through the end of the year and not just be a one half of the season back. That's the thing, independent of everybody else, I can still look for, is improvement from the Steelers. Does it guarantee they make the playoffs? No, absolutely not. Not with everything I just said, but I need to learn about Kenny Pickett. At the end of last year, he made significant strides. I need him to make significant strides again from the end of year one until year two. Independent of everything else, he needs to be better. The offense needs to be better. Najee Harris needs to be better. But I'll tell you, when I look at these AFC North odds with the Steelers, a plus 550 fourth in the division, it tells me that they, they being Vegas, don't believe in Kenny Pickett because the roster's solid. Defensively, they're top five in the league. Offensively, young, yes, but they should be much improved, and the roster is a very good one. I don't think the odds makers believe in Kenny Pickett. 
We'll unpack that a little bit more tomorrow, right here on 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 